as an entrepreneur, you cannot afford to take a loss anywhere in your business or on anything, and rightfully so. Nobody wants to take a loss, much less a new or emerging self-funded small business owner. It can be a real buzzkill. In other words, super discouraging and discouragement in the early phase of anything can destroy it quickly. So to help you out, Dante and I are here today to tell you what to do as an entrepreneur. Yep, we're going to use this episode to tell you how to think like, act like, and be like the entrepreneur you're meant to be. By the end of this episode, you'll know six deathly mistakes. Yes, I said deathly. (laughs) Six deathly mistakes entrepreneurs make and six ways to avoid them. Are you ready? I am. So get your pen and paper. Yes, I said pen and paper. It's nostalgic. But seriously, writing by hand has good benefits. So grab that pen and paper. It's time to learn something that will help you as an entrepreneur, not overwhelm you, and be fairly simple to start doing this week. You are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast with your hosts, Dante and Lola, who are here and ready to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially so that you can live life and live life better, so that you can do life and do life better with inspiration that is actionable, kick back, and listen, because your life is about to be Hi friends, it's me, Lola, again. And I'm Dante. And we want to thank you for listening to the Smoke and Profit Podcast. We really appreciate you. And today's episode is super special. Why is it super special, babe? This is our 100th episode. Yay! I know, right? Can you believe it? No. I'm so excited. First of all, I know you guys are ready to hear this episode, but we got to just pause for a moment. I'm very excited. I am too. And maybe my excitement is not going to translate well over podcasts, but thank you for joining me on this journey, stepping up and like coming alongside of me and saying, this isn't just yours anymore. It's ours and just making it better. I appreciate you. I'm happy to be a part of this ride that we've been on. I'm loving every minute of it, but why are you so excited? Man, I just... I look back over the last several years and I've been looking at bits and pieces of just how it started, how the smoking profit started, everything that we're doing, how we've grown, how like my graphics used to be super trash. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And like what it looks like now and how everything has just come together and it's just Man, it's a powerful, powerful thing to go back and look at your journey, you know, from the other side. And I'm not saying we've reached the highest point we're going to reach. We've reached our pinnacle or anything like that. I'm not saying that when I say the other side. I'm just saying we're on the other side of me starting this thing years ago, you know, and it's just it's just really cool. No, I completely agree. Looking back at The progress you've made on your journey is amazing because you can see where you started and where you are now, but you also can see where you want to go. 
So that's what's exciting for me. Like we're able to see like, oh man, back then we did this, but now look at where we are. However, we know how much further we want to go. So I know we're not there yet. We're not where we want to be just yet, but we have gone so far. Yeah. And God's got, man, so much more in store for us and for the smoking prophet. So thank you for listening and for being here with us. We really appreciate it. Something that Dante and I did a few days ago is we sat down and we made a list of things that we needed to get done before the close of the year. And we just made this big list. I'm talking about everything from personal stuff Mm -hmm. to family stuff to business related stuff, all of that. We just made a big list, just got it all out of our heads. And I think you were trying to stop at some point. And I was like, no, like this is where you need to get it all out. We got to get it out so we can go from there and figure things out. And we took that list and there were three things on the list that just were very harmonious. Yeah, They look like they belong together. And I'm like, what did you say, Dante? Repeat that again. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, you asked me what I said, and I'm on point number 10, and you want me to go back to the beginning of this list? You were kind of confused. And I was like, no, what did you say when you said this is due on this day? Like, what was it? And so you went back. (laughs) Are you laughing at me, I'm laughing at you because I just remember the moment, and I was confused. I was like, no, 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 it's not that. And it's like, Dante, it's this. Okay, let's go back. But I had the date wrong, and that confused you even more, so it made it worse. But anyways, let's get back to the whole point. (laughs) We we hashed out this big list of things that we wanted to do by the end of the year, personal and whatever. And some things aren't even what we want to do by the end of the year, Mm -hmm. even though some are priorities and they need to be taken care of. Like, it was just a big list. We pulled out three things that looked like they were related, and we immediately said... This is for our business. So you're wondering why I told you all of that. I'm telling you that because this is our 100th episode. We're excited about the future. We're excited about our family, but we are really excited about our business and where it's going. And when we talked about different things that were priority for us and we made our big list of things that we wanted and things that were parties or whatever. When we made that big list, these three things jumped out. And I'm like, this is for our business. So we're going to use the rest of this year to really just focus on these three things for us. And it's exciting. It's exciting to do things for other people. Mm-hmm, definitely. That's exciting. It's exciting to be seen. That's exciting, right? It feels good when people recognize you. But it is so in- exciting It's so much, it's a different type of excitement to invest in yourself in a way where it matters to you, where it's meaningful. You know what I'm saying? So like, man, this is why Dante and I are just really, really happy. I couldn't agree more. And there's a reason that we're excited because as we sat down and started going over these business things, we started saying, oh, this is an objective for this week. This is an objective for the next week. And slowly, we kind of got our entire schedule out for the rest of the month and honestly, the rest of the year for what we're going to do and how we're going to be ready for next year. I love when we do stuff like this because this planning period, this this type of setting stuff up and kind of getting a strategy is what makes us ready for the next step. 
So I just love when we take this time and this moment to really get all that stuff right. Even though I was kind of complaining, like, why are we grabbing all this extra stuff? You know, I already got this list ready. And you're like, no, no, there's more. There's more. I know you got more. And you're like, oh, but I'm so happy that Lola is around to push because her passion and just her motivation makes me better. And because of that, it makes our business better. So as someone who is working to be an entrepreneur, make sure that you continually have that passion. I'm glad you mentioned all of that about you having a list ready and me telling you, no, there's more. Sometimes when we're planning and we're prepping and we're thinking about what we want to do, you know, you may want to keep your list short, like, oh, I don't want to have a long list of things to go over. But as I encouraged Dante to make this long list, and I'm talking about it's long. It was long. This long list, as I encouraged him to do that, I said, we don't have to get everything done in one day. You know, everything doesn't have to be done in one day. The whole point of us making the list is just so that we can see what is really a priority so that we can see what we have deadlines for and then the stuff that matters to us and so that we can just get it out and organize it in a way that's going to be doable for us. You know, it, we can't just keep leaving Let me take out that we. You cannot leave all your ideas in your head and then expect your ideas to happen. You can't expect them to happen. You know, you have to get your ideas out. When you write your ideas down, your mind begins to stretch beyond that one thought that is is at the front of your brain. Your mind stretches beyond that one thought that's on the tip of your tongue. You know, your mind stretches beyond that one thought that's on your fingertips that you are refusing to write down. So you've got to write your thoughts down so that your mind can stretch beyond those thoughts and it can keep evolving and letting whatever you have in your head grow. I saw a quote the other day on the internet. There was no author mentioned. I didn't search it to try to find an author. And this is not the verbatim quote, but it said something to this effect. You have a million dollars in your brain. You just have to figure out how to get it out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it made me think like, man, we have these ideas, these thoughts, but sometimes we hurt ourselves because we think that the process of getting them out is too daunting. I don't want to sit down and start planning out my ideas. I don't have time to sit down and do that. Such and such and so and so over there is already launching their product. They're on their third book and I have nothing. I don't have time to plan. And friend, you do have time to plan because that planning is how you get longevity, okay? That anybody can do something great for a little bit. That doesn't take a lot of energy. Anybody can do something great for a little bit. But if you wanna have sustainable success, if you wanna have some long-term success, if you wanna have some consistent wins, then you've got to plan. You've got to pause and prepare. I think we can go ahead and get into our message. I think they're ready. I think they're ready too. All right. So let's go ahead and get straight into our talk with six things that entrepreneurs get right and six things that entrepreneurs get wrong. Now, we came up with this idea Well, actually, we didn't come up with it in the car. That's what I was about to say. I was 
But we actually, I came up with it one night and I'm like, Dante, you want to talk about this? And you thought, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, hey, I love this topic. This is dope. Let's go ahead and do it. When do you want to start talking about it? Yeah. And that's what we did. So we jumped in the car. We were riding to get a bike for our son, a used bike. And I'm like, hey, give me your thoughts. Not only did Lola start saying, let's let's start doing these topics in the middle of the car, but we actually did a dry run of the episode while we were going to get the bike for one of our children. Right. Talk about real parentpreneurs. But without further delay, let's go ahead and seriously get into it this time. I know you're like, guys, this intro has been fam, like five minutes. Come on with it. So here are the six things you need to help you think like, act like, and be like the entrepreneur you are meant to be. Tip number one, successful entrepreneurs go right with money management. One area that entrepreneurs get wrong is money management, specifically spending money without any plan to get it back. You do not have unlimited amounts of money. And once it runs out, that's it. So before you spend anything, you need to figure out how you will get it back. Agreed. Before Dante and I purchase anything for our biz, we think about how we can make our money back. Or we think about how we can make the money up front so that instead of spending what we have and constantly lowering what we have to invest in our business, what we have to fund our business, Lord, (laughs) I'd say business. If we can make the money up front, we're going to do that so that we don't get in the habit of spending money without a plan to get it back. That's exactly what we do. So as an entrepreneur, you need to think like an entrepreneur, figure out what your needs are for the business, then set aside money, then set aside the money you need to create your products, services, or whatever you need to operate your business. Good stuff, Dante. Now let me just throw this out there. Dante and I are not saying don't dream big. By all means, dream big at whatever stage you're at as an entrepreneur and in your biz. Whether you're in the starting phase or if you've been at it a while, dream big. Don't limit your dreaming. Just dream big with a plan. So here's how you can dream big and manage your money. Make a list of everything you want and everything you see for yourself as an entrepreneur. Then look at your list to separate each expense, each desire into two categories, priorities and wants. Deal with the priorities now. You can work on the wants later. Lola, that was amazing. Now let's go ahead and get into the next tip. Tip number two, successful entrepreneurs keep financial records. Another mistake entrepreneurs make in their business is not recording what money is coming in and going out of their business. Sure, you're just starting out and maybe you're not earning much, but that's not a reason to avoid creating and keeping monthly financial records. Agreed. You always need a running record of your expenses and profits from day one to day done. Day done. Here's why you need to keep financial records for now and for always. Tax purposes. Accounting purposes. Auditing. Inventory tracking. And to see how profitable you are. I hate to say this. Duh. (laughs) Without this, you are making it very easy to lose money. No, scratch that. Let's say profits. You are making it very easy to lose profits. Remember, you are a business. 
So let's get you into the mindset of thinking and speaking like an entrepreneur so that you run your business like a legit business. Let's park right here, Dante. I want to explain this a tad bit more. Okay. I don't know if you feel the same way, but without financial records, we're saying that you make it easy to be taken advantage of. People can come in and steal from you. You know, they can do so much stuff. What do you think? Lola, that is so good because you just made me think of another one. And I can almost guarantee that people who are not entrepreneurs will not think about this. You cannot remember everything. If you are not keeping track of your financial records, you don't know if you're buying a product that is not selling, if someone is charging you for services that you no longer need, or how to make your pricing work. Financial records allow you to see how you were doing and what changes you need to make in the future. So that you don't lose money unnecessarily. Yes. That's it. Tip number three. Successful entrepreneurs know the power of a plan. The next area of massive opportunity for entrepreneurs is planning. Now, you don't need to be a whiz at planning, strategy, or organization, but you do need a plan to help give you some order, some structure, and to help you stay in your lane, aka your niche. You need a plan to help you build a niche-based business. That's right, Lola. Now, where some entrepreneurs go wrong is by creating a business that is not niche enough. Meaning these entrepreneurs don't center their ideas, plans, or services on a specific theme. Instead, they're all over the place. Nothing is harmonious, and they need a plan to reel them in. This is exactly why a business plan is so important. A business plan makes running your business easier and more profitable. It gives you direction, a vision, and a mission so you can stay focused on that mission. It reels in your desired goals, either great or small, to help you make sense of them and find your niche. That's good, babe. I feel like someone is thinking, well, Lola, Dante, I can do many things. I have so many ideas, or I'm too spontaneous and prophetic to be locked into a niche. And I want to say you're wrong. Wrong. Especially if you're starting something new, you are very wrong. Forgive me if I seem harsh. I'm usually a lot softer with you, but I need you to hear me. Our world is too big for you to launch with too much going on. Going niche will help you quickly attract people that will support you and your business. Then once you grow an engaged audience, your products and services can expand and grow with you. Now, I support your decision. And if you don't agree with me, that's fine. But take it from someone who started building without a niche. Once I focus on my niche, in months, my content exploded. And I tapped into a market of millions, something I never imagined doing. Wow. When I say Lola dropped the mic on that one, she dropped the mic. But she is not wrong. Think about big name businesses who have expanded their products and services, but stayed in their niche. Nike does a lot, but their niche is athletic wear. 316 Collection does a lot, but their niche is faith-based clothing that lets believers wear their story. Apple's niche is all things digital, and they do a lot. They first launched their company with a computer, and since then, they've released phones, music players, digital services like the cloud, Apple Music, and even a printer. But they stuck with their niche, and it's their strength. And your niche can be your strength too. And your plan can help pull that niche out of you. So let's get back to business plans, Dante. 
Business plans are essential to helping you stay within your niche. One key piece of your business plan is your original statement. Your original statement includes your mission and your vision statement, and these things guide your business for life. When you don't know what to do, look to your mission and vision statements. Before you accept an opportunity because the pay is good, look to your mission and vision statements. And let them guide you. That's what they're there for. Exactly. Let me explain how your mission and vision statements guide your business. Your mission statement is why you created your business. Your vision statement is where you see your business going in the future. So if you always stick with those two things, they will shape what you do for your business, what you create for your business, and where you'll go with your business. Sticking to them helps you stay focused on that niche. Yes, Lola is so good. Now do you see why sticking to them helps you stay focused on your niche? I sure do. All right, let's go to tip number four. Successful entrepreneurs take marketing seriously. Another area that entrepreneurs mess up in is marketing. Let's break what we're talking about down into two parts to keep it simple. During this segment, when we refer to marketing, we're talking about one, how do you find your audience? And two, how do you get your audience to connect with you? A lot of businesses are not successful because they don't know how to reach out to people. In other words, they don't know how to connect with people. Right. They don't know how to reach out to people, a.k.a. connect, and they don't know how to make what they're doing look attractive to their audience. So that's a good point. What can entrepreneurs do to connect with customers and make their businesses more attractive or attractive enough to get buyers interested? Not like date interested, but you know what I mean. Not like he was interested in me. Okay, let's get back to that. (laughs) I know what you mean. (laughs) All right, for starters, you need to start... I messed you up. You messed me up. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, you fought. We leaving this in there too. Go ahead. For starters, you need to learn who your customer is. What are their demographics? What do they look like? What are their interests? What is their lifestyle? Once you have knowledge like this then you can use it to make what you offer an answer to their needs and a solution to their problems. That's good, Dante. In our Basics of Biz class, we actually teach this and share a workbook that has a problem-solution discovery exercise, which I love. I love discovery exercises, but anyways. I know you do. We made it so that our students could ID what problems their business solves. We find that knowing what we do well and rehearsing it in advance is a real confidence builder. And you all can check out today's episode description for a link to our website, which includes any available courses we're teaching. Another side of marketing that you didn't mention yet, Dante, is collaborating with experts who can help you with your content, which is something we do. And when I say we, I'm talking about the smoking profit and not the parts that you probably know about, like the podcast side or the blog or the quotes that you see all over the internet. We're talking about the business arm of the smoking profit. We actually help create content for other people that connects them with their audiences and builds community. So if you need a plan or a place to start or maybe business advice or even help with organization, then connect with us. Just find the link in today's episode description. You'll see our website on there and you can just go and get the contact form and reach out to us. Exactly. And not to brag, but Lola is so good at getting people to open up so she can discover what they need and what they want. 
once she knows what they need and what they want, she knows exactly how to serve them. Are you trying to butter me up? Just a little bit. I know. But our gifts are really, really cool because they're so different and distinct, like oil and water, that they don't mix. But they mesh well like coffee and creamer. They do. It's so weird. Like, God knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. We couldn't have done this. (laughs) Moving on to tip number five. Successful entrepreneurs know how to price their products and services. Yes, something that could have long-term effects on your business are bad prices. And when we say bad prices, we mean prices that are too low and prices that are too high. As an entrepreneur, one of the first things to learn is pricing. If you price your products and services too low, you stand to lose, period. You could lose value in your audience's eyes. You could burn out due to high demand. You could lose profits. Yes, it's weird, but pricing too low can make you lose profits. People don't want to buy things that are too expensive, but they also don't want to buy anything too cheap. The perception then becomes, what's wrong? Why is it so cheap? Is it going to work? Will it break? Is it worth it? Or at that price, they can't know what they're doing. They must be inexperienced. Okay, you get it. So let's move on. In comparison, if you price your products and services too high, you may lose business to your peers because their prices are more affordable and better suited for your audience. Or you may not get enough work, and if you don't get enough work, you lose profits, which is how you operate your business. You lose clients, which is usually how you grow organically because they tell everyone how incredible you are, and you lose experience. And experience is powerful because it's gonna help you build your portfolio and ultimately get more business. Do you get it? I think you do. Let's keep going. So Dante, let's not leave them hanging with a problem, which is the lousy pricing. Let's not leave them hanging with an answer, which is better pricing. Let's give them a solution. Agreed. We cannot leave you guys without a solution. Well, what's an easy way to price your products and services? Most businesses price their products and services somewhere between 15 to 30% more than what it costs to make, create, and deliver their product or service. You're so amazing. Thank you, babe. Mm-hmm. Better stop. I know, I am. <laughs> and Dante and I teach this. We teach how to price your products and services in a way that sells, but also doesn't short you, okay? Because whatever you create is amazing and it's valuable and you cannot short yourself in the process. We teach that in one of our Basics of Biz class. So if you're interested, again, in seeing what we have available, what courses are out there, just visit the link in today's episode description. And one last thing, I just thought of this. You're your business, so you can run it how you want to. If your price point is higher, but you want to make yourself more affordable and potentially expand into a new market, try this. Create low ticket items. Right. That's definitely something that we do. Good point, babe. So Dante and I offer consultations. The price point for our consultations are higher because we give a lot. However, we also offer two other options as alternatives for people that aren't ready to invest at that level. And that's classes and templates. So if you're not ready to invest in our business consultations, you can take our basics of biz class at a lower price point or you can buy a business template from us that is super low in cost. 
this is how we create lower cost alternatives for potential buyers. They help keep us at the right price point and can help keep you at the right price point too. Use them to offer affordable alternatives for more high-end products and services. So let's get into tip number six. Successful entrepreneurs face their fears and take wise risks. Some entrepreneurs play too safe. They don't try to branch out or find creative ways to attract new business. This is a tragedy because it keeps these entrepreneurs in the same market. Which doesn't allow them to grow and also makes them dependent on the same repeat customers. Wait a minute, Dante. Same repeat customers. That sounds like a loyal and engaging following audience or fan base. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is this. Your market shrinks and expands depending on outside forces that you cannot control. So like a pandemic could be those outside forces. Exactly. Which is why you have to see beyond repeat customers and never, ever be complacent with anything in business. You've got to have a growth mindset. Take wise risk, be creative, flexible, and adapt. Because without taking risk, being creative, or adaptive, your business may not survive. Agreed, especially when outside forces alter all your plans. In the 2020 pandemic, we saw some businesses shut down temporarily, others permanently, some taking a loss while waiting for things to go back to quote unquote normal. But at the same time, we've seen some other businesses adapt and flourish. We've seen some other entrepreneurs really, really strike big. 316 Collections owner Jalen Legrand is one of them who's been able to adapt and flourish. He took a wise risk and closed his brick and mortar location, opting to go fully digital. His business is now doing better. They've saved money, which allowed him to purchase a standalone building with a warehouse, a creative studio, offices for him and his team, and a store. Jalen Legrand saw the value in being adaptive. He saw the road everyone else was taking and decided to take his own. I love that, babe. So I guess it's safe to say it's okay to take the road less traveled and entrepreneurship. Stay flexible, creative, and keep that growth mindset. Like you said, right? Right, babe. This reminds me of something Dante and I learned in the corporate world. It's called agile development. My definition of agile development may be different from what you've heard, so I'll just give it to you first <laughs> and then let Dante come in with the technical stuff. But it's a solution and a strategy that brands use, that organizations use, that companies use to launch new things and existing products that are not perfect. Keyword, not perfect. They launch these initiatives with the intent on auditing them, updating them, and perfecting them as they go. You see agile development and beta programs, even on social media. The companies use these beta groups to test out something new and get feedback from users to adapt and make changes in real time. They do this in these beta groups and then release the perfected product or service to masses. Agile development can be used anywhere. It's a really creative, flexible, and fun type of planning and implementation. Now, Dante, you're going to give us the technical side of this, and you actually have experience working in agile development. So what do you think about it? Uh, well, for starters, let me go ahead and give you this 
slightly technical definition, which is agile development is a system of testing using a small team with diverse skills who work to improve and implement systems in a business. What it I, wasn't too technical, babe. I don't think so. Your definition wasn't too technical. It was actually really concise. So I like it. I'm good. You did a good job. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. I think that agile development is an amazing strategy that's able to allow people to make changes in real time using small groups before they implement it into the whole system or into the whole business. So it's a really good way for you to say, let me get the kinks out, but let me also work this into reality. So that way we're not spending years and years working on something that becomes obsolete soon after it's implemented. I love that. So if you are listening to this and you are a perfectionist or you struggle with executing your ideas because you don't feel confident enough. Did you hear what Dante just said? You can start working your plan right where you are with the kinks and work it into reality. Babe, that was so good. You can do that. If these billion dollar brands are using this agile development with their companies, then why can't you use it with your ideas? So don't let what you feel like is not good enough hold you back. Start doing whatever it is you're supposed to be doing. Launch, shift, go, test out what works, test out what doesn't, update, upgrade, trash. Like I had to trash my trash graphics. Let your product and services evolve with you. You will be fine. Think of it as your own agile development. That was so good, Lola. What part? The trash graphics? All of it. Yeah, I can talk about my lessons. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a loss. It was a lesson like, oh, and just to look back and be like, wow, man, you've come such a long way. And I've even had other people tell me that. Really? Yeah. You'd be surprised how people are encouraged by your journey and your process of you just starting right where you are and then growing. We don't give ourselves enough time for that because we see everybody doing it so well and we feel like we have to be there and we have to do it the same way. But no, those people didn't always do it well. Everybody has a start somewhere and you can too and you can show your journey and your process. It can evolve through your entrepreneurship. It can evolve online and you will encourage somebody. Like I said, people have said, I saw you from when you started to where you are now, and I'm ready to do what I feel like has been in my heart. You know? I love it. They'll get encouraged by that. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, wow, this thing is attainable. This is one reason why Dante and I are so committed to being authentic with you all and letting you see our flaws and our mistakes sometimes. This is why I'll edit a video and leave a blooper in there you know this is why we don't always take everything out of our podcast mm -hmm. we're not perfect nothing is ever perfect but you can be powerful and imperfect we're making an impact right right in all of our imperfections and all of our mess ups you know when i was recording my podcast on my cell phone in the car you know outside of work mm -hmm. you know i'm still making an impact Okay, and you can too. Okay, back to this. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, babe. So, friends, there you have it. Lola and I have told you six costly mistakes that entrepreneurs make 
and six ways to avoid them so that you can think like, act like, and be like the entrepreneur you were meant to be. Let's recap. Here are six things that successful entrepreneurs do. Successful entrepreneurs get it right with money management. Successful entrepreneurs keep financial records. Successful entrepreneurs know the power of a plan. Successful entrepreneurs take marketing seriously. Successful entrepreneurs know how to price their products and services. And successful entrepreneurs face their fears and take wise risk. Successful entrepreneurs are you. That's good. I love that. Seriously. Did you hear something in today's episode that you enjoyed? Leave a comment. Do you want to share this with someone? Go for it. These are tips every entrepreneur can use, especially newbies, solo entrepreneurs, and self-funded startups. And are you subscribed to the Smoking Profit podcast yet? Do it now. One more thing before you go. Go to today's episode description. You'll find some episode notes, a resource, and the link to our site so you can see all of our available courses. Including the basics of biz. Yep. Thank you. And until next time, have the most amazing life. Bye.